good, all right? Most dope. Everybody, please put hey. a thumb in the air. Hey. Everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to Broad Street Hockey Radio. That's right, BSH Radio. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games for the evening. The holidays are upon us, and what better gift do we have than a hockey team worth talking about? Uh, we will still be airing our grievances at Festivus. Steph will talk about that in a minute, but I don't have many. So let's just get right into the intros and lead it off with Stephalicious D. Steph Driver. So the year is 2019. It is December. It is true. It is true. It is December. And I'm in a place where I genuinely love Chris Stewart and I'm uncomfortable. No, oh, no, <laughs> no. Listen, I'm not. I'm not talking about Chris Stewart, the hockey player, although that is his profession. I'm talking about Chris Stewart, the human who calls Nolan Patrick every day just to check on his emotions. And I wish that someone called me every day to check on my emotions. <laughs> Granted, I would not answer you my know? phone. I would not I was answer my phone. You just want to know it's I just there. want to yeah, know yeah, that yeah, someone cares no, about the, my emotions. The emotional support is available. Exactly. Yeah. picked up, then it would be a worry. It would be like, oh, shit, now I have to have a conversation. <laughs> There's something when I, to matter. When I, had, when I had the stroke, didn't I call you? I kept calling you oh. because we were supposed to do yelling that <laughs> yeah. night, and I was just like sitting on uh, on Google Hangouts, like, and I was I was where the fuck is Steph? Like, and I'm like, my bathroom. Did floor. she just did she just forget? And I'm like calling you, and you're not. And finally, like, I guess you picked up or something. I don't remember. Yeah, I know. Like, I something's to you on the, the matter. Yeah, I fell down, and I'm in my bed, and it's been dark all day. Like, and I need just you to come take care of Missy. Yeah. So anyway, yes, I had a stroke, and I called Bill. But anyway, <laughs> and she lived. Somehow. And I lived. Um, I love Chris Stewart. I think it's amazing that Hayes taking care of Nolan Patrick. So there was a quote from NBC Sports this week, um, and it's from Chris Stewart. We talk all the time when we're on the road. We keep in contact. Like to check in on him every couple of days about the stuff he's going through. Let him know that I'm here. Just be a shoulder to lean on, to talk to, an open door, and that's how we've been. Like Chris Stewart's the professional best friend. I want to get back to that because I have a couple of points to make about it. I think you bring up something very important about this team that's been referenced by a couple different people in the media and on the team. But mm. first, let's introduce... Oh, oh, no, wait. Are we doing Kelly last? I can't no, remember. No, do Kelly now. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. All the way from Nova Scotia, Canada, Kelly Hinkle. So good thing you um, didn't save me for last because I don't actually have a hot take because I feel like at this point the team doesn't require them. Yeah, just I'm not, like, yeah, I think you know, I'm there. Yeah. Doing but good I stuff. do kind of have one. So Yeah, I have like points right, to Craig. make. But it's not a good one, but yeah. just thinking right now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Last but not least, at Sports Are Bad, Craig Forsyth. I mean, my take was just going to be, I've been defending JVR, but I need some goals. I'm I just there. need some kind of production. Like, I've, I've, I'm believing in that he's getting chances. He's just not converting, but I need, I need something here. That, That's all. That little narrative hasn't been as much the case Lately. recently yeah no that's true. i thought there was plenty early in the season yeah i thought big, there was yeah. a lot to be positive about with jvr i've given him as much leash as i've ever given anybody mm -hmm. but you got to pay me back for my optimism yeah. now James. and i think a little bit playing into that is being on the fourth line but he's got to do something he's got to do something to kind of get out of that position so and i know he's on the third line last night yeah. but still not you know that's i i like 
How do yeah. you bust a guy out of a slump? I just, it's what's not, it's his fit? especially with the makeup of the lines now, with the yeah. injuries and stuff, it's hard to find a fit. But uh, I just want to talk about Pavel Francais last night. Uh, played an excellent no, game against that name them. is not correct. Yeah, it looks like Frank <laughs> how do you? So you actually say it how? how Francais, I think. Francais, okay. Those letters, those letters don't lead there. Uh, he is like, uh, yeah, Frank I don't <laughs> He is like the uh, the Avs Rob Zepp. He's a 29-year-old rookie. Zepp was 33 when he signed here. But he signed with the Avs in May 2018 after a couple dominant seasons in the KHL. He's played uh, all over Europe and stuff. He had a 9.18 save percentage in the AHL last year. Right now he's 8-2-1 with a 9-2-7 in the NHL, backing up Phil- Philip Grubauer. Grubauer's hurt. He takes over the duties for them. He's making 950 k this year. These are the type of signings the Flyers have to get back to making because, and this, the reason I'm bringing it up is because people have been asking on postgame, I always hate looking too far ahead because I'm like, hey, focus on the team now. We actually have a reason to. But you look at Brian Elliott and he's been good this year, but he's not going to be the backup forever. He's 33 and he makes a couple of million dollars. I can't imagine he's going to start playing for league minimum anytime soon. Carter Hart's going to get paid at some point. Lindblom's going to get paid at some point. Sanheim's on a bridge deal. If youngsters like York and Friedman and Zamula, the two Wyatts, whatever, can't step into like heavy minute NHL roles in the next two years, you're going to have to replace Niskanen and Braun with free agent signings or mm-hmm. trades or something. You have to find value in the margins. Signings like Pavel Francais are what they have to get to. They've done it like with Raffle and PEB and stuff. They found some pretty good, useful guys, uh, you know, uh, European free agents. But looking that this team is going to be a cap team, it's something to keep an eye on. They're going to spend, you know that, but backup goalie, that's a position. Carter Hart might be making fucking carry price money sometime yeah. in the next couple of years. That means you can't pay a backup $3 million. Yeah. The Carter Hart contract could be a discussion it, down the road it, too. It's, yeah. it's, it's it's down the road. Yeah, it's gonna be. And that's so, gonna be a thing, yeah. in my mind, like I've also given Couturier uh, Giroux's contract. Oh yeah, and yeah, I've yeah. given Giroux Couturier's contract. They just yeah. flip. Yeah, that's I, what, I can, yeah. That's what I see. Happening. I think a big part of that too is they got to keep drafting, and developing pretty well. So yeah. you just replenish the the the, the stock line once people leave. So. But, Steph, back to your point about Chris Stewart. We've called him... Professional best friend. Yeah, we've called him the (laughs) professional best friend and stuff like that, jokingly. But I think it gets to a bigger point. A couple of days ago, maybe it was last week, I don't know, time. (laughs) Kevin Hayes said this is the tightest team he's ever played for. Last night... Kevin Hayes is another one that I'm in love with. He asked Nolan Patrick just to move it. Like, listen, my feelings for you are directly correlated with how you treat Nolan Patrick. (laughs) That's why she doesn't like me. Yeah, I was going to say that. That means we're out because we're making fun of him last year. I've I've fired you both (laughs) so many times. Yeah, I don't Um, hang out in Slack, so I don't even know when I'm fired. I fired you The checks keep coming, so... Um, he asked Nolan Patrick just to move in with him. Like, hey, but, I've got this whole house. Move in. All that stuff, taking care of Nolan Patrick, making sure he's a part of the team. During the broadcast last night, Pierre pointed out this team on the bench is one of the most lively, just like they're they're loud. Like if you watch junior hockey and lower levels, like mm-hmm. the kids are getting into it like that. And it seems yeah. like that's what this team is doing. And it all just... It all just seems like good, positive vibes. I know they lost last night, and not being able to score a goal is tough. That's bad. But I think there's a lot of positives just about the makeup of this team that I don't think we could have said about the character a year ago 
really within the last five, seven. Well, eight. because they weren't allowed to have any type well, of personality. Yeah, lot, I think a lot of that goes with the coaching and everything. But I think and not, no, not only, but also the GM. Yeah, no, no, you're right. There was a lot of. They're allowed to eat pizza now. This yeah. is a big deal. <laughs> That's a, oh, yeah. God. But there's a lot more camaraderie on the team. It That's feels like Chip yeah. Kelly took away uh, fast food Fridays, and yeah. the whole team turned on him. And then Peterson comes in, and <laughs> yeah. that team looked he needs a lot some more fucking tight. Yeah. And dust. All they do is eat ice cream, <laughs> and they win a goddamn Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly, junk food. I'm. I mean, I've known this for years. It's what makes you your best. That's great fuel. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, uh, yes. I want to get I want to get into not so much last night's game because it was what it was. You're shorthanded against, I think, Colorado. Pretty tough I think game. Colorado <laughs> might be the best team in the league. Oh, right. Let's get to the Festivus stuff. First. Yeah, so <laughs> instead of saving it for the end of the show, we're going to talk about Festivus right Just now. Just up her computer and good morning. <laughs> Our third annual Festivus party is Saturday, December 21st. The party starts at 6 p.m. The game against the Ottawa Senators starts at 7. So get there early because the first 50 people will get a free t-shirt the next 50 people will get a free drink so show up in the in the time like you really got i would be at the door early counting 50 so i get the drink instead of the shirt well so here's the thing if you really don't want the shirt we'll give you a drink ticket like if you really don't want the shirt but like they're cool shirts they are they are cool shirts it's a broad street hockey logo i have them all in my house right now but please note that the box is sealed so that it will they will not have cat fur all over them. That's always important. Unless you really want, want cat, some cat fur. fur on it. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you really want cat fur on your shirt. We should, you're just going to rub some shirts on your cats. We like, should yeah. all wear them. We should all wear them to the show on the 18th and then give away game used ones. Oh no! Podcast used. Nobody wants a shirt that's that amazing. I have worn. That that's we sign. Stephanie, we sign yes on again. Back. Yeah, like shirt, like shirt <laughs> off your You're back right. night at the right. a, a fan appreciation night. It's yeah, it's exactly I'm like that. I'm scared of the people like that want shirts that yeah. I have worn. I always that feel bad for like fun. the last guy who gets Brandon Manning. Oh yeah, yeah. That's well, always the word. That's yeah. You know, it's fine. All right, so. $5 Bud Light specials, $5 Bon and Viv spike spelt, spiked seltzer specials. Some snacks will be provided. So let me tell you about the menu that we have. Um, I've got to pull it up. Give me a second. So we are like free food. We're, we're giving you free food. Um, I know that there are cheese steaks. Oh. Uh, there are soft pretzels. Um, it's just a Philadelphia menagerie. Yeah, I was going to say. What do we have? Pretty um, on brand. <laughs> sausage and peppers, <laughs> a little bit of the gravy. No, there's some type of vegetable Those situation. Um, where is it? If you want a great pork sandwich, Kelly, <laughs> make your <laughs> I won't do the plug. Listen, on I, the I won't do the plug right? on this show. I know show. where to go. I know. I know. I don't know well, why I can't find where it is. So there's some some type of vegetable situation. Ugh. Some um, kind of vegetable there's, situation. There's like that a, is a chicken not slider. appealing at all. I'm not doing that at a bar. Yeah. Um. We got wings. Wings. Yes. There you go. Wings. Everyone loves wings. Yeah. I don't. Damn. Some French fries. Probably not French fries. All right. But and I just can't, I can't, well I can't find, Steaks. oh wait, here, here we go. So chicken club sliders, classic Philly cheesesteak, wings, soft pretzel bites, and vegetable crudités. So it's assorted sure. seasonal vegetables and ranch. Um, so that's what's available for just snacks. Like don't expect to eat dinner. These are snacks. There's going to be a lot of people there. Um, what else are we doing? You can order food there and the food's pretty good. The food is good. Yeah, we've had, we've ordered food there and oh, it's yeah, pretty yeah. decent. Yeah. So shirts, free drinks, snacks, um, 
airing of grievances. So we're going to be there with some type of microphone situation. Biscuit tease. Yes, that's next. Airing of grievances. Just what I know. Um, they'll be recorded, published on our podcast feed. You will have to sign a waiver that says we're allowed to record whatever you say because it is sponsored by SB Nation and Vox. Biscuit Tees, the two ladies that were here with us last week, Kim Perrant, Jody Smith, they'll be there along with lots of their merchandise that you can purchase for either yourself or someone for Christmas or whatever. Um, we are doing a canned food drive. And we are raffling off a pair of lower bowl tickets for the cl- the Flyers versus Capitals game on January 8th. Ooh. Uh, so tickets for the raffle, one for two bucks, three for five bucks, ten for ten bucks, and we'll do cash or Venmo. Um, if you bring a canned good, you'll receive one raffle ticket per canned good that you bring. And our oh. charity this year is the Attic Youth Center. And the Attic Youth Center is an LGBTQ youth center um, that their goal is to reduce the isolation felt by LGBTQ youth by providing a sense of community and developing programs and services to counteract the prejudice and oppression that that LGBTQ uh, youth often face. So that's where all of the money for the raffle is going towards. That's where the canned goods are going towards. And if you want to donate to them, but can't make the event you can there's a link on broadstreethockey.com and decided on by kelly and i on twitter this afternoon an ugly sweater competition whether it be a holiday sweater or an obscure hockey jersey yeah we're just going to come up with winners Can, can i come in my luke shen toronto maple leafs jersey that's, uh, that's not really too obscure. Oh, God, that's not ugly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm busting out my uh, my Francis Lassard Phantoms jersey. Okay, that's a good so one. that's pretty like a good time. Yeah. So Kelly's going to win the autographed mini helmet of a major. <laughs> this, I'm not going to give away the player, but the grand prize is an autographed mini helmet by a major Ron Hextall free agent signing. Uh-oh. From his time as Flyers general manager. Mm. Something about Dale Weiss is going to be my guy. Well, I was going to say, I wanted to bring prizes Boyd for it. Gordon. I hope. Yeah, no, it's going to be, uh, It's who was the center they, who was going to take all the D-zone face-offs? Boyd, Boyd Gordon. Was yeah. That Boyd? Oh, Boy, yeah, it was. And then he scored the first goal of the season, yeah. and then the rest of his could, Flyers I, career, yeah. I thought Boyd Kane for some reason. I was like, no, no that's not him. No. <laughs> so that's Festivus. Yeah. Saturday, December 21st. Party starts at 6. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. This is absolutely going to be our best party yet and they've been a lot of fun in the past um we're trying to set up some type of selfie station situation with cutouts and fat heads of philadelphia flyers players and maybe also gritty we tried to get gritty to attend but gritty does not make appearances at bars no it's cheaper to get like trump to show up it might be (laughs) Can we just get like a knockoff gritty? We could. Are you ready to dress oh, up? Like oh, I don't, know. I don't yeah. even know why I threw that you out there. Yeah. I was like, I don't know why I did that. You're knockoff gritty will be there. Yeah. Don't worry. Knockoff gritty will be there. Not in a gritty costume. It'll, it'll just look uh, like me. Yeah. So Craig is going to be gritty. I did want to say I wanted to bring prizes for the. Uh, I just I have an empty box for a space heater. I just got. I want to give that as a gift. Oh, to there somebody. you go. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'll, I'll bring things like the that. The empty box. Yeah. Oh, good. Yep. Yeah. So that'll be. I'm going to bring a bread maker. Yeah. Yeah. It's got three speeds. Yo, I'll take a bread maker. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, empty box? No? No, I don't okay. want your empty right. box. I'm sorry. I don't I'm have a recycling to... can, so I only use oh, empty boxes. Okay. So, yeah. so Bill I might need, be in the running yeah, for that. Bill, Bill definitely wants your empty box. 
All right. I think we can get to the hockey now. Eh? Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's no, go. that's Festivus. And come because it's going to be fun and also get free stuff from us. There will be stickers. and There's just a lot of stuff that and we're going to have. And come meet. Steph and Kelly, the two most eligible bachelorettes oh, right. in oh, hockey in Flyers, <laughs> of Flyers Twitter. Oh, no, like we need to be flirted with, but only if you're normal and also good looking. So, <laughs> Can we please just get two handsome boys to flirt with us? <laughs> you don't even have to mean it. Just make it really well. No, you've got to mean it. Sorry. <laughs> just make me feel nice for five minutes. I'll give you a free fucking shirt. <laughs> Do you have access to the shirts? You're making these big promises. I'm, I got a shirt in my drawer. They can have that. You could have one garment from Kelly's <laughs> wardrobe. <laughs> All right. If you take me out to dinner, I will give you the shirt off my back. You can keep it. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> because weird. someone's going to hold me to that, and then they're yeah. going to post a screenshot on Twitter. It's going to be weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have, we've had a whole week, guys. All right. All right, let's get into hockey. So the hockey. Last night's game against Colorado, it was a tough one. I thought they played pretty well, considering I think Colorado right now might be the best team in the league. Washington's really good. Boston's really good. But they're right there. Um, So I had a minor surgical procedure done yesterday. Okay. And the anesthesiologist, once he found out that I worked, like, in hockey, was like, so who who do you think is the best team in hockey? Who should I bet on? I'm just like, can you fucking not? Oh, it's... (laughs) I'll tell you, I've never enjoyed gambling, and then oh, I got I'm, the DraftKings app, and I'm just like, I can't stop. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, took, I haven't gotten it yet. But I'm I really like want sitting to, there, I'm like sure, it's yeah. it's like 11:30 at night. And I'm taking the under for the second half of the Golden State Warriors game. <laughs> like, yeah, I think that's gonna be that'll be. This my shit should be illegal. It, yeah. it, it like you, it's just a, it's just a phone game. It's, I, you don't even feel like you're gambling. I said the Vegas Golden Knights, but only because I was in a panic. Yeah. I, I I think the Avs could easily come out of the West this the year. Avs, I mean, they're pretty dangerous too. Yeah. We saw it last if they night. They get Taylor Hall. Look out! Oh my God! Yeah, that's the talk now. They because yeah. they are like one of the three teams in the league with cap space somehow, yeah. despite all this freaking talent they have. Yeah. And well, like, we, they in, didn't even have Kale McCarr last night. He's right. top three in defensive scoring. He's a twenty-one year old rookie. Have their starting goalie. Yeah, they didn't have their <laughs> starting goalie who they robbed the uh, they robbed the Caps for by taking on the uh, Brooks Orpic contract. Oh so my they could, God, that's. Right. Yeah, that's that was got they that. bought yeah, him out yeah, yeah. so the caps could yeah. resign him at a lower price. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Was... Uh, they, you know, so they're missing some guys too. But the Flyers are missing Konechny and Lindblom and Myers. It's in the altitude. Yeah, you're you have David Kasha. That's how you say it, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You have David Kasha making his debut. Vorobiev, who the team doesn't even believe in, yeah, clearly. Like, they yeah. only played him because they had to. And Chris Stewart, who is, you know, the professional best friend. Yeah. I, I w- thought they did pretty well, all things considered, but they have to they score. Hung- yeah, they do have to yeah. score. I will say Chris They hung Stewart way better right, than I thought they would. Considering, uh, uh, the fourth line, uh, they played under right. seven minutes. Uh, it, it, you know. They're fine fourth line. It's, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's three non-NHLers. What I, are you going to do? I thought they did okay, yeah. but that's so first, I want to talk about Koch's debut. I thought he handled himself pretty well. He won some battles, made some plays. There's yeah. some stuff. Did you add uh, this to the I, the blue, yeah. okay. I was going to say, because I went back and I watched. He had like 14 shifts. And he had one shift in the second period where they had a 51-second cycle. And it was just him getting the puck back for the Flyers. He set up a screen. He had the wraparound attempt after he had to give and go with Robiev in the corner. Like, he was just – that shift was a, a long cycle for the Flyers just because of things he was doing. So if he can do that on the fourth line, that, what, I don't think the fourth line was a problem last night. It was the no. middle six. No, yeah, the middle six was terrible. Roasted, yeah. And we're going to get to Couturier versus McKinnon because that's something yeah. to be real excited about. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. did think – 
while they controlled play, when you have your number one center and your two highest paid forwards on the same line, you need to do more than mm. not score until the final five minutes against yeah, that agree. team. Yeah. But again, like the abs added, they have all sorts of depth. They added Burakovsky. They added uh, Donskoy. Yeah. They added Kadri. So they're a really good team. And I thought the Flyers did okay, all things considered. But is this like, are these injuries long-term? What, what, what are we doing here with, uh, with Konechny, Limblom and Myers? Why Myers is back spasms. I thought that was like a 24 hour, yeah, like six I, I hour thing. And he's it, missed two games. It sounds with like it. he's only going to miss one game. I think okay. and they'll be back. For the- Didn't he miss the last game with back spasms? He or was that- left early. No. He left early. With like yeah. three minutes left. Okay. And then he left practice early. And then I think. Konechny skated. Yeah. Konechny and Raffle too, right? Yes. I, think, yeah. All right. So Ralph is I, I know Raffle's not the most exciting name to come back, but. But when we're talking about a fourth line made up yeah, of three non-NHLers. Exactly. It's yeah. a problem. It's a problem. But well, I mean, so we oh, need wait. we need Travis Konechny's brain to get better first. Yeah, yeah. But, oh, oh, yeah. No, but yeah, if he's not. already skating, that means that he's not light sensitive. So he's that's good. That's Kelly, good. sorry, I cut you off. Oh, no, it's OK. I was just going to say we already knew the raffle was going to be a month. Like they told us straight up. So yeah. Yeah. He's probably got like what a week and a half left. Yeah, that flew by. Uh, Lim, what happened to Limblom? Like, when did he get yeah. hurt? We don't know. I don't know when he got hurt. He, yeah. missed, he missed practice the same day that they announced. But it was it was announced it was, as a maintenance day. Yeah, and then and he, then he was at practice the next yeah. day. And then he was. Should we read into the maintenance day, too, or no? No, okay. because he was at practice the day after. Yes. Oh, he yeah, he okay, practiced fair. immediately yeah, yeah, after. So I think so. someone asked me on Twitter today if I thought it was a concussion for Lindblom. And I don't. But only because the team hasn't hasn't hesitated to say when it is a concussion. You know, yeah. right now Chuck Fletcher What's is not. What's the designation? Like, what it are they? Say, they it, it's just Limblom out. Yeah, I don't. Okay. I don't even think it's, I think upper, it's body. upper body. Upper body. Oh, okay. I thought they said upper body. I, I was going to say Chuck Fletcher hasn't really stuck by upper body, lower body. Like he said straight out, Travis Konechny has a concussion. Yeah, no, that's true. They did. Phil yeah. Myers back spasms. They like did, he's um, Nolan Patrick migraine disorder. Like he's telling us what's going on, but we don't. Couturier's know. playing, and they said it was his shoulder, like a yeah. Sold, yeah. shoulder sprain or whatever. So they've been pretty forthright with mm-hmm. the injuries. I know a lot of people, the upper body, lower body thing annoys them it doesn't annoy me i think it's funny just because like what's your wrist uh like stuff like that (laughs) (laughs) i just think that's funny to say but i don't care if they tell me what the injuries are i just want the guys back obviously i don't want them i think like part of that little downturn that claude drew had a few years ago where i was just like shit this looks bad Mm. i think a lot of that is guys playing through injuries all right, he played 81, 82 games, so he must be fine. He looks like shit. This isn't good. Guys just need to come out more. Like, I think, listen, I know the warrior mentality, and I want my my players in there, but if you're at 60%... Oh, it's well, like the well, Wayne, are, are you helping? Yeah, it's like the Wayne Simmons thing two years ago, yeah. where his entire body was just a torn muscle, and he was like, "I'm going to keep going out." Yeah, there. he had a broken. Like, All right, man. He had can, a broken hand, no teeth, like yeah. rid, like <laughs> yeah, one of like his Wayne, legs was on backwards. Yeah. And was like, <laughs> Wayne Simmons is a guy you're not going to be like, "Oh, he could be out there." Yeah. He's not out there. So, but it's yeah, they're just always going to play through those. Like Gatorie, I. I mean, he's handling it pretty well playing through whatever he's playing. Yeah, with. He looks fine now. Yeah, I'd rather them not say he's got a shoulder injury and then keep playing because that's, that's kind of a weird, one of those weird situations. And the show, and but I always like 
how much premeditated? I don't know. Like you're gonna hit Couturier because yeah, he's really fucking <laughs> good, whether like, he's hurt or not. Shoulder, yeah. You know. Oh, you know who we need to focus on tonight is Couturier. You need to focus on Couturier because he's our best hockey player. Like so, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I guess if Johnny Goudreau is a hurt wrist, you're gonna slash him. But yeah. such as well, that's I, gonna happen. You're anyway, gonna slash either. him yeah. anyway because you can't keep up with him. That's that's just hockey. I don't know. Speaking of not, I mean, uh. McKinnon is so fast. I mean, my, he, oh my God, it's last ridiculous. night he was absurdly fast. Yeah, like, that's what their whole team is. Just even in the second period when the Flyers are dominating, they went from D zone to scoring chance in like two seconds. And that I don't know how teams. Uh, yeah, that's going to be impossible to stop in the postseason. Yeah, they're they're just a tough team to deal with. Yeah. You see why they did what to Calgary, the number one seed in the West, mm-hmm. what they did last year. Uh, how do we like the makeup? Obviously, this is all temporary. Hopefully, these three come back. Some you know really soon. How do we like the makeup of the lines of the roster without Konechny and Lindblom, your leading scorers, and Phil Myers, who's really settled in as a part of this rotation? Got to tell you, hate the whole team without Travis Konechny. (laughs) There are a lot. (laughs) I mean, it's all it's all less than ideal for sure. I mean, last night Hayes just needed to have a better game too. Like if he's going to be the second line center and he's going to be carrying Faraby, like they they need to get something out of one of those two lines. That's I've been because the other one is Frost, JVR, Pitlick, and. that's not a good line. That's yeah, not a good line. No, it's a bad line. It's <laughs> a terrible line. So, but like, who who would you bump up from that line onto the Hayes line? I'm not I, putting Pitlick in the top. What if six. you flipped? For, what if you flipped Frost and Hayes? Get fucking weird. Uh, okay. That would I don't know be if I would weird. I mean, I wouldn't. I guess I wouldn't be against it. have Faraby, Frost, and Lawton on the second line. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Scott Lawton, second line. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, final Why not? fruition. Yeah. He's, he's making it work. First round pick, baby. That's this is all Craig has been waiting for oh, his entire man. life. I forget that he's a first round pick. Like I've accepted that he's just not going to reach. That I just first call round it the pick, Tom but. Wilson draft. Yeah, no, that's yeah, fair. you would. But hey, I, listen, I, everyone knows I'm a Wilson fan. I think you need a player like that in your lineup. I will say he's become an actual player now. Before, yeah. when they were like really pushing the narrative, he was getting like 15 points and beating up people, and I was like, yeah, all right, no. he's not that dude that you no. want. Yeah, yeah, he was a now. scum, a scumbag, dirty, yeah, yeah. cheap shot artist, but. When you're good, you get away with it. Mm-hmm. Brad Marchand, one of the best <laughs> yeah, exactly. players in the league, he's a dickhead. You know? <laughs> did you see that Charles Wilson fight yesterday? I did not see it. Yeah, it was, I heard it they fought, good, yeah. and I I did not watch I, it. So I didn't yes. watch it either, but I also read something. Someone was looking up Chara fights on HockeyFights.com, and oh, nobody has won a fight against Dino Chara. I wonder why. I wonder <laughs> why nobody has won against a seven-foot-one giraffe on skates. Yeah, I wonder, like, that's, he would just abuse anybody. <laughs> I will and tell you, Wilson, yeah. I will tell you, in 1998, John Drews knocked him out cold, though. Oh. Like, didn't, like uh, John Stevens him. Didn't Lindros fight him? I no, can't I imagine know. those two overlap too much. No. I'm trying to think of... If uh, it, that's a real bad idea for Lindros to fight a well, seven-footer yeah. with a goddamn <laughs> permanently injured brain. Don't worry, yeah. I'll check. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, like, looking at without Konechny, without Lindblom, there really isn't an ideal lineup. Like, I liked what they no, did last yeah. night. I thought it was good coaching by Bednar to go. And they've been splitting up that really good top line with mm. Landis Cog, McKinnon, and Ranton, and they've been splitting it up more. But looking how we loaded up the top line, I yeah. thought it was great coaching to go, all right, guess what? Kadri, you get Landis Cog and Ranton. <laughs> yeah. No, and it was just, pretty good. Okay, if we can't match two lines, what are you going to do? Uh, I, I, what should the t- who should be with Couturier if these two are out? That's where I'll start. Uh, Kelly. Drew. Yeah, Drew. I would say Drew. For sure. I kind of, 
I kind of, so I don't think it's absolutely insane to maybe try Drew at right wing because he's done it before. It's been a while, but he's capable. Mm. He's Wrong also the best show, player on Frank. the team. And then, you know, see if maybe JVR can do something on the top line. Just see what happens. Kelly, at that this is... point, I think as long as these guys are out, it's like, see what happens time. Like, just do stuff and see what happens. It's pretty much all you can do. Kelly, that is exactly my my suggestion as well. Right. We need oh, wow. to get something going out of JVR. I think, for the most part, he's been better at all the other things he's not good at this year. Mm. The thing he does really well, score goals, he hasn't been able to do whatsoever. But I think to be able to get him going, that's not a terrible idea. I, I will say I, I was pitching the idea of just putting JVR on the wrong wing to play with Katori and Limblaw when they were healthy. So I'll, I'll get behind that theory, too. Mm. Put him with... Was it JVR, Katoria, Drew? Yeah. Yeah, so I'll go with that on the top line. I mean, the second line is just going to be rough, unless you drop Drew down to the second line and make him center again. And but I just... I'm, I don't like that. I'm just good I'm on not, that. I'm fine with no, that, too. I don't I'm like fine it. with Frost taking his yeah, lumps. Yeah, no, I am, too. It's Hayes just, stunk last night, but yeah. he's been good every, you know, for 30 games. Yeah. 31 yeah. was bad. Um, I... J- Eric Lindros did, in fact, fight Zidane Char. Holy Boom. shit, when? When he was of in Ottawa, he right? Fucking legend. Um, I don't... Uh, oh, okay. Hold on, give me a second. Biggie could go, so I, Well, because I remember seeing the highlights, and I'm like, oh, shit, that's Char. You know, you go back and yeah. watch Lindros beat the shit out of people. So there was, um, I remember seeing him fight, yeah. With the Islanders? Okay. Okay, so... So after Ottawa. Yeah, I guess. So Lindros Wait, isn't here anymore. Yeah. Who's he with? The Flyers. Really? We're going to figure out some timelines this tonight. Is, yeah, what's going on? My brain's, <laughs> my brain's not accepting this. Um, I, I mean, I'm watching the video right now, but it was uploaded. Oh, it's in, not, it's in not whether or not it happened. Yeah. Like, it, it happened. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not saying when, it didn't happen. I'm just when, trying to figure yeah, out, like, Lindros when and how. Flyers yeah. And, uh, 2000? I mean, no. Who knows? They fought, uh, though. Who knows? Yeah. They did. They did. I'm watching it. I'm watching it. I mean, I think Lindros gets <laughs> the best of that. Sucker punched him right in the face. Good. Lindros didn't, yeah, Lindros didn't mess around. Did you ever no. see the Desjardins clip? Holy shit. When he was when Desjardins was on the Canadians, they got into a net mouth thing. And then Lindros was just like, oh, wait, I'm gigantic. And just pummeled Eric Desjardins before he. Yeah. It's unbelievable. <laughs> he, was a, if, he was a monster. If Lindros came around 10 years later, there's not a close second in my oh, mind. Oh, yeah. No, no. I agree. No. I just. Yeah. Uh, that's just me. Just change the st- even if he just had the sticks they use today. Yeah. Forget the rules. But with yeah. today's rules, it's not even close. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, it would be unfair. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I'll tell you. I've liked Jake's game since he joined Couturier. Obviously, you know it's Limblom and Couturier. They've been awesome. Jake finally starts looking like Jake. He's another guy who last night I just thought shit to bed. Really? He was spraying the puck. Oh, okay. It just seemed like he was throwing the puck all over the ice last night. I was just going to say. I didn't I, think he looked that bad. I, I, I mean, only remember great, the. Yeah. Like, no, the, the setup for the goal was great. He made a nice play to set up. Uh, to set up I G's remember goal. that, and then he had another chance where he had the original shot. The shot, uh, the puck went below the goal line, and then he centered it, and that was when. Um, Pavel was out of the net and somebody should have been there for a rebound. Nobody was. Those are the two things I remember about his game last night. But if he was, yeah, he may have been sloppy elsewhere. So how we, uh, how are we dealing with Robert Haig right now? Poorly. I'll tell you. He was not at fault in that one goal. Everybody was losing their mind over. Kelly, what'd you say? Fire him into the sun is how you deal with Robert Haig. And also, are you talking about the one where everyone has decided that Hayes blew his coverage? Uh, yeah, is that I think the one? So. Yeah. 
I mean, but I, it's it was discussed by people smarter than me that the only reason that Hayes was out of position on that play is because Haig started out of position. Yeah, and so yeah, Hayes had fair. to go cover the other guy that Haig was supposed to. It's a whole thing. Everything that he did last night was terrible. He, I will agree earlier in that play, he should have pressed JT Confer earlier in the zone. That was then, Haig's big mistake to yeah. me was the, was the entry. Yeah. So that's he where did, he screwed up. And that's fair. He did create the whole situation. It was just that Hayes got beat to the outside. So I would blame Hag for, yeah, you're yeah. right. Earlier in the play. To so me, the whole vo- uh, situation could have been avoided. Yeah. To <laughs> me, the center is the third defenseman. That's his job yeah. as much as it is, as much as it is, uh, Haig and who else was on the ice? Niskanen. I can't remember. Ghost. Uh, yeah, it would have been. I guess it would have been Ghost. I, I don't assume it was either. Ghost. I don't yeah. remember, but it's a uh, fair assumption this year. Like I just thought, a lot of things were yes blamed on Hague, and he was part of them. But like watching both plays kind of happen, there were multiple breakdowns. I don't want yeah. Robert Hague in the lineup. Everyone knows how we all feel about Hague outside of Steph. Uh, Steph's yeah. actually on the on the no longer liking him train too, right? Thank you. Yeah, All I, I was saying originally <laughs> and ever was that you can't measure defense. Like offensive statistics don't measure defense. Just the reaction to that was, yeah. Well, I mean, Hag last night. I, my big, it's Hag. Hag last night. Well, okay. Hag last night. <laughs> my big thing with him was the, uh, he had a rush. There's a shift in the second period where it was the top line was out there. And then he's the one who takes the shot and then crashes the net. And it's like, no, buddy, we're not scoring. Like, this is where you drop back and you just let the other people that can actually score. Like, I feel like he does that shit a lot where he's just, for some reason, the most offensively aggressive defenseman. And out of all the demon the Flyers have, you're kind of like, you should be the one that is staying back the most. That's that's my opinion. Somebody else talk now. <laughs> what, uh, like, do they just not have... Obviously, the Moran injury, he would have got a shot at some point um, to Poor maybe boy. to maybe win that that seven spot. Yeah. Is like it, Mark Friedman's just not an option. I guess not. These guys yeah. that they have in the AHL, I know they've got a lot. Like I mentioned, you know, Cam York, obviously mm. not not coming up anytime soon. He's in yeah. he's in college. Uh, they have a lot of youngsters, but nobody ready to be that next man up. Like, what about the veterans down there? Could we ever see TJ Chris, Brennan? Yeah, no. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, who's the other guy? Chris Bigra or Bigra, uh, Bigra, Bigra. Not a yeah. clue. Gabriel. Yeah. What about Curtis Gabriel? Well, he's oh wait, a, can he not come up? Is he only AHL only? Well, he's a forward. He's a forward too, right? Oh, yeah, he's the right one. He's, yeah. yeah, you're right. What is going <laughs> Kelly, on? What is but, going on? Yeah, Kelly, I don't know. <laughs> speaking of the Phantoms, like, Vorobiev and David Kacha obviously are not, like, the most highly thought of guys <laughs> down there. They're not next up on the list if everyone's healthy. Yeah, yeah, what sir. the fuck is going on in Lehigh Valley that everyone's hurt? How does this... <laughs> that everyone's hurt. Like, everyone know. is hurt. How do the Flyers I lose... Still don't un- oh, go ahead, Kelly. I was just going to say, I still don't understand how they can hate Nicholas Obi Kubel so bad that they will not give him a look. I guess it's on just size with him. I, I really don't know. I, it's very I, weird. I feel like he could have done the same thing that Kasha did last night. The same type of game, and he played a fine game. I but. mean, it is it is strange that they keep calling up Vorobiev and not it, that could Kubel. be a yeah. position. That thing. just seems like he's the only center they have. Yeah, I I think with, that's the only reason with, why they're going with Ruby. With Ruby hurt. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how. Yeah, I'm Ruby. Our poor too. boy. Thank I told him Ruby. I'm for so you. proud of AKA you. The, the, I could cry. I can't believe oh, you, Bill. Well, he is injured right now, so he's Ruby. So yeah, it's fine. Yeah. All right, we are going to pause. <laughs>
We are going. I'm gonna fight Craig. Like we're we're gonna have. We are gonna win because I can't fight back. What am I gonna do? Strength. I'm just gonna today. take punches. Yeah. Yeah, you are. And I can't. Yeah, I can't do it. I just gotta run. That's we, gonna happen. We are going to pause for an ad real quick, and we will be back on the other side with some positive stuff. <laughs> Couturier versus McKinnon. You're gonna want to hear these numbers just in one second. All right, fam, welcome back. And uh, Sean Couturier, like I said, I think the top line last night played well, but well wasn't good enough to beat an excellent team in the shorthanded situation you're in. Your depth is depleted, all the things we've been going over. But you can't we, – we talk about it every week. Sean Couturier, the revenge tour. <laughs> Everyone listed ahead of him on that top 20 centers list. He is just oh, yeah. owning – uh, and Nathan McKinnon, the only players outscoring McKinnon this year are the cheat codes known as Dreisaitl <laughs> and McDavid. Like, they're just on another level. Uh, so McKinnon, like, a legit superstar in this league and made that awesome pass on that rant, on that first rant and goal last night. It's not like they totally contained him, but Couturier and company did. Uh, Coots uh, got 17, 17, or 7 minutes and 16 seconds against him. 17 minutes would be insane. Yeah, 7 minutes and 16 seconds against him. McKinnon posted a 43.75 Corsi 4. Shots on goal 4, 27.27 of them. Uh, got outscored 1-0. Gave up 75% of the expected goals. He picked up 60% of them away from Couturier and gave up two high danger chances versus creating zero. Man, Couturier's just beating the shit out of yeah. dudes. Like he's so and good. Still putting up offense. Yeah, and it's, yeah, the offense, yeah. Uh, the the numbers aren't quite the same, but he's not on the top power play unit like he was in years past. Yeah, that's true. I want to yeah. see that unit together. That's like they, I just just give me yeah. just give me Giroux, Couturier, Jake, Ghost, and JVR, and let them figure it out. Two weeks. Just give them two weeks, and they'll figure I'm, it out. I'm there. Yeah, because whatever's going on with the power play, the power play is killing them. This is a team that needs to score on the power play. They can't. Yeah. What the fuck? So. I, yeah. How long? How long are we going to tolerate Michelle Terrian fucking ruining the power play? Because it's not good. Fair. Uh, I don't know. And how he continues long, uh... to put Claude Giroux on the right side, which is infuriating. I mean, they they started the season okay. I think a Did lot they? of it's just the zone entries now, isn't it? Like, it they really can't like, get into the zone. They can't get set up. Yeah, they had an abbreviated power play. They got they got the power play with like 30 seconds left in it last night. Oh my god! And then but they, yeah. there was when they finally entered the zone. Five seconds left. Yeah, they, I remember that. They and then they passed backwards. The <laughs> and yeah. then they passed backwards. It was like, this is a breakaway. <laughs> Why are you doing this? But it was, yeah, it, the, the, the entries have been a problem. But Couturier's awesome numbers bring me to possession versus, ex, versus explosivity. Um, the Flyers won the volume battle last night. And honestly, they took it to them for a lot of that game. The last 10, 15 minutes of the first didn't really go their way. But other than that, so Colorado's awesome, and the Flyers had the puck most of the game. Yeah, but the second period is the one that really—they yeah. really needed to get something done yeah, in that they period. Capitalize and they that. just did—they just couldn't score. And it seems like you know the Flyers are giving up uh, bottom five in shots on goal against, mm. but every high danger chance they give up is a goal. Yeah. Like that's what ha- it seemed like uh, uh, Hart made the one awesome save, and he played really well, especially in the first. But. Basically, well, every time Colorado had the puck, it went. <laughs> well, I think to going off the numbers and speaking of the second period, just the second period alone, the Flyers had 27 shot attempts at five on five. The Avs had eight. The two best chances of the period were the goal 
and then Carter Hart's Save of the Year. Yeah. Those are both the Avalanche. So those were like the two main times they were in the zone. So to speak to and the, I don't, yeah, I don't think you can discount the fact that what's his face, whose name I reject because it doesn't make any sense. Pavel. Um, yeah, he is came out of nowhere and has been playing out of his mind. It's not like that thing where the Flyers just make a backup look good. Like this guy's got like a nine thirty save percentage. Yeah, that's, so it's not like. Yeah. I mean, they sometimes you run like they had a hot goaltender. They're a team that is just like objectively better than the Flyers, even when the Flyers are totally healthy and the Flyers aren't totally healthy. Like, I'm not going to also I think like hang anything on this game. Yeah. Also, like the Flyers, they had that quick whistle in the crease last night where the puck was loose and everybody. That was was a tough one because no, it is a tough one. I'm not saying the right wing corner and then it comes out on the left wing side. It's just like it wasn't it wasn't more like I'm complaining about the call. It's just kind of like that chance was there. And then the Hayes chance where he takes his way into the slot and then Farabee has a chance to dunk it and he just hits the post. Like there were still quality chances that were right there. They just didn't, they didn't create an annoying thing to say. They just didn't finish. Yeah. And it's always the thing that fans want to hear. And that's, (laughs) it's been, we've talked in the past and it's become the running joke. They need a sniper, but do they, well, see again, no. like last night, because this came up. They're too, not last scoring. Night. Last night, I thought was just a an example of you won the possession battle, yeah. but weren't able to create enough to actually win on the scoreboard. But overall, this year, they're not creating enough offense, considering how often they're on offense. Yeah, I, no, that's true. I'm trying to think of ways. I mean, do you think it's because they're more dump and chase now, and they're not getting as many chances off the rush? We've you know, because they're setting up, they're spending a lot of time in the ozone. They're just not, and they're getting chances, just not finishing there. And I feel like last year they probably had more rush chances than they do this year. That would, I don't know. I'm trying to, maybe the, I feel like the sniper argument only came up last night and it was in a game where we had, we didn't have connect near a limb. And you don't so have your two leading goal scores. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of like that. But I mean, it's fair. They still, I mean, I thought JVR was supposed to be a guy that just was here to score goals. Not really. More of a finisher, not a That's, sniper. But he, The goals go in regardless of what, yeah. how you want to designate him. Yeah. It, it counts the same on the scoreboard. And that's that's where my frustration starts with JVR now. Yeah. Listen, I give him all the leash in the world, but he's got two, two goals in his last 12 games, and both goals were the sixth in six to one wins. So, like. And his first goal of the year was uh, the fourth one in the fourth. Yeah. Like, I, I, I wanted to keep defending JVR, but, like, it's just. This is gotta, when the team. It's getting harder. Yeah. When the team is having trouble scoring goals and you make $7 million to do that one thing, you need to be the guy. And he's playing fourth line right now. I get it. That's where we get more to the power play. But, dude, you got to start scoring. Uh, He's got six goals, 14 points in 31 games. Through 31 games, he's hit double digits uh, in goals in each of the last seven seasons. He's averaged over 12 goals in his first 31 over that span. He's on pace for 16 goals. He scored at a 31-goal pace over these last seven seasons. I'm not like people just, oh, the contract is so bad. I don't want to say like, you know, guys Um, bounce back. Even if this is a down year, I'm not saying it's over with, but this is not good. I'm comparing it to Scott Hartnell's 2009-10. And I look back at that season. Yeah, Yeah, that was, yeah. Yeah, the bad regular (laughs) season, gets divorced, has the awesome playoff, and then, you know, comes back and has the rest of Scott Hartnell's career. But when does JVR become like a legitimate concern? I think mm. it would be next year, wouldn't it? I don't know. Like the, 
I don't I don't know how long he can go in this year and just chalk it up as an unlucky season overall. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at the chances he generated last year or like the rate he generated chances last year, he was a little bit lucky in terms of goal scoring. But like the course correction should have been he had the same amount of goals in 82 games this year. It shouldn't have been a massive drop off yeah. like this. It wasn't like last year. Every time he touched the puck and it was going in and it was going to be a massive regression. It shouldn't be he's on pace for whatever he is right now. Like he being on the fourth line sucks too, but you got to show something like I, we were talking about the chances early in the year were there and I feel like lately they just haven't been. So, and uh, again, you're playing with the guys you're playing with. You're not going to get as many chances, but if you were playing better, you would not be playing with those players. That's true. I mean, we saw uh, AV was talking about pulling Pitlick up and he was on the fourth line. So he showed something in his limited ice time. I, I know how that sounds coming from me, but if JPR wants to get out of this, he's got to do something. And I I did think a little bit of that is like, we are so depleted. We're going to have to even, you know, before they realized they were going to be out, be without two guys, they move Pitlick up. And then it's like, well, you kind of do want to distribute the talent a little, little you don't want JVR (laughs) in the fourth line, but you also don't want what they ended up with three non NHLers on the fourth line. But the reason I ask, when does he become a legitimate concern is we expect this team to continue playing pretty well to stay in this mix and maybe, you know, above the wild card in the top three in the division, maybe. Um, that means they're going to need, they're going to want to improve the team at the deadline. But given their salary cap situation, they're not going to be able to, really. And when you have a guy like JVR eating up a substantial amount of the cap, it's a concern. Yeah. I mean,. I'm for JVR pulling it around, but if you yeah. have to pull somebody, if you have to trade somebody away out of the big name contracts, I think JVR. I have no idea how you move him, but I don't know either. Yeah, that's the thing. Who's gonna take? Well, Seattle might take him. Well, I was gonna say, that, which I was contract? Say Seattle too. Oh, he's my he's my pick right now going to Seattle. Which contract is less movable, JVRs or Voracek's? I think it's Voracek. Yeah, so that's why I'm saying that's the only reason why I'm saying JVR, and then all the other guys we kind of want here right yeah like drew and hayes and pro Ralph and connecting like the guys that are going to get paid we kind of want him except for maybe jvr right now no that's uh, and i think you could sell jvr too you just, he's a big power forward who just is having some bad luck right now that's my frustration is we need someone to do what he does yeah. and you can't <laughs> afford it because you're paying him to not do it like that's, it's a terrible situation that's, yeah. that's the issue <laughs> that's where i'm getting that's like yeah i, I don't know I guess it would also be kind of hard to sell if you're like, hey, we gotta we gotta go get a power forward, so we're trying to sell JVR. Yeah, and then exactly. Like, don't you have one? He's like, well, mm-hmm. hey, don't worry about it. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> don't don't even talk about him. We don't we don't acknowledge him. Kelly, how do they improve this team? They're good right now. I'm happy with it. How do they improve it? Is it just a matter of getting healthy? Well, that's step one. Step two, get Taylor Hall. Yeah, I'm <laughs> JVR for Taylor Hall. <laughs> yeah. Jersey boy. One one. <laughs> uh, he, no. He's from here, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, like, honestly. Turn him to the sea. That's where he belongs. <laughs> I I don't have any issue with the makeup of this team when it's healthy. I really don't either. I, no. They're kind of, I don't There's know. There's nothing that I want to change, really. There's a lot more defensive responsibility. There's supposed to be depth. I, I would like more scoring, but I, I don't when, know. When they're all healthy. They have depth. And defense. when they're all playing to their abilities, they're fine. I, I mean, like I'm talking 
everyone is healthy yeah. and everyone is playing well. Right. Like Ghost right. gets his head out of his ass and Noel, nice. Noel yeah. Patrick is healthy and thriving and Chris Stewart is the professional best friend that He's is be the power stabled to the locker room <laughs> yeah, bench. Be, yeah. So <laughs> I, I don't want to hijack anything, but since Steph said it, do we think Ghost is getting back? To normal, it kind of yeah. seems like he might. I, be. I, I don't know. I, I feel like each game when I watch him play, I'm like, oh, he's got more confidence tonight. But I feel like I've been giving him that little compliment for like for weeks now. Listen, so. confidence takes a long I feel time. Like it's been I, like five I, games. I know. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering too, like if Hacksaw system, like, because in Hacksaw system they always pass back to the point, and we think it goes right. making moves at the blue line and dancing. Like maybe him not getting the puck as much. There's no excuses. He needs to play better. I'm just trying to oh, th- for sure. think of like why he is. I just still. In the current iteration of this lineup, given the injuries, he's paired with Haig, and Haig yeah. spends a ton of time in the defensive zone. That's just what we know about him. Yeah. So, yeah, and where does he struggle most? In defensive, the defensive zone. zone yeah. So, I'm not going to, I will say, just watching him eye test wise, he looks better than he looked to start the year. That's yeah. what I'll that's what I'll say with Ghost. Uh and as a third pair defenseman, if he gets back to 75, that, 80% of what he was, man, that's, that's a weapon. Yeah, that's that's the thing, a weapon. Is like the defense is set up now where he should be on the third pair. Yeah. And you should use him in high leverage situations to just rack up points. So whatever him and JVR, if they start scoring some goals here, I don't I don't think it'll be too bad of a situation. That's the thing. Like they can't score, but I feel like they should. Yeah. Like you look at the Ranger or you look at the Islanders. If the Islanders yeah. went a month, do I have to? I'm just if the <laughs> Islanders went a month averaging 1.9 goals a game, oh, you probably. go, well that makes sense. Yeah. They don't have enough good players. You look at the Flyers and go, they have enough good players. They should be producing. They should yeah. be able to score a little more than they do. Maybe it's something where just later in the season they'll start getting all the luck and all the bounces. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, and then maybe when the team's more constructed with a defensive mindset, maybe they'll go a little further in the postseason. This is all positive thinking for a team that, or for a, a team that can't score right now. I want to know what it, uh, what, a couple of players that can't. Score. I want to know what everyone else thinks. No, of this. the whole team can't score, and we hate them. Okay. I'm just kidding. Right, I'm just so kidding. I want to know. <laughs> Steph put I it just, out there. I just miss. I just miss my trav. My my other travy. <laughs> oh, it is like they are a much more fun team to watch. Or oh, absolutely. Connected. It's yeah. not even seriously. But I want to know what everyone else thinks of this because it's just a thought I had watching the way they were playing last night. I hate it. I hate that you look at a team and go, well, you know, playoff hockey, it's different. But playoff hockey is a little different. And this team's kind of built to play that. Way. I, I'm i I'm not going to say they're kind of built a little bit like the Blues, but I a little mean, bit, a little bit, a little bit. So uh, they I kind of are. I'm so. not trying to I don't want to keep throwing it out there, but they kind I don't of think are. they're winning the Stanley no, Cup this that's year. That's not what I'm saying. I but. am saying I think they are built to be better in the playoffs than they've been. They should have a goalie. The penalty kills improved, yeah. and the defense has been pretty good at taking away like expected goals against, which are the that's the recipe for success in the playoffs the last couple of years. When you look at like the Caps and uh, and the Blues as well, Carter Hart is significantly better than Jordan Bennington in every oh, no, no. single. So play. That, yeah, that should make us more confident that the team, if they actually do, I think get he'll it, be better. Yeah, in every single way. I mean, his numbers aren't better. <laughs> As a human, is that save going to be the save of the year? Honest question. The one last it was night, so or is good. it going to that one or a save against the Devils? I thought the Taylor it, Hall insane. one. The Taylor Hall one was the more Taylor Hall one was. I tweeted this because that one was a desperation reach. Yeah, 
He tracked it so well last night, it wasn't a crazy save. He had to reach, <laughs> he was in but he was fucking there. Yeah. yeah, He was there. Amazing. Like, he didn't, uh, yeah, it wasn't, the Taylor Hall one was legitimately, like, robbery, yeah. and any other goalie, like, that ran, that was luck. Mm-hmm. But he did get, like, it yeah, wasn't, was the middle of the glove. I didn't think, it was and from the one angle, I was like, ooh, how far back did his glove go? But then they show the above angle, no. like, oh, no, he was way out of the crease, he was all over that shit. Like, no, yeah. I didn't even, like, it was an awesome save, yeah. but what was really awesome about it was how he got there. Yeah, yeah. I love the two, like, you could you could tell the Colorado fans, there's like three minutes of them just being like, what the hell did we just say? Yeah. <laughs> then, of course, you know, yeah, and then Brandon, Brandon got like two his minutes revenge. later, yeah, yeah. so, yeah. But uh, we just talked about the defensive makeup and how this team, I think they're maybe built a little for some late season hockey, some maybe postseason hockey. One of the uh, one guy who's very um, I don't, not controversial, like people are split on him in the post games is Justin Braun. Um, oh. I like him a lot and I'll tell you why. The penalty kill has been historically bad for the last my entire life. Let's call it <laughs> as far back as my brain cares to go. Basically, since they got rid of Mike Richards, the penalty kill has been shit. Uh, the penalty kill is now awesome. Justin Braun is a huge part of that. No, He's, it's Kevin Hayes. It's Hayes. It's, it's Kevin Hayes. Hands it's, down. It's Kevin Hayes. Hayes is big. Well, it's both of them. It's if, Kevin if Hayes. If anybody wanted to read my article, I think it's both of them. So Hayes is You big. wrote an article for a website? <laughs> That's nice. Hayes is big. Niskanen, <laughs> Niskanen has been good. Provorov has really improved on the penalty kill. Mm-hmm. But Justin Braun, he's got 57 minutes and 18 seconds uh, on the PK, third on the D behind Provorov and Niskanen. He's got the best Fenwick, which is uh, unblocked shots. So you know, he blocks a ton of shots, takes away opportunities. He's got the best on the penalty kill of the defenseman, and he's got the best shots for percentage, which means the opponents are getting the fewest percentage of the shots when he's on the ice five on four, you understand you're going to get outshot. The other team has more guys, but he's doing a pretty good job of taking that away. Great job of the, uh, in the expected goals category, only 5.29 expected goals against uh, in 57 minutes on the penalty kill. That's freaking amazing. Only one high danger goal against. He's not giving up a ton of opportunities when he's out there. Penalty kill has been awesome. I think you have to shelter him a little at five on five. You have some numbers here that may say otherwise. I have, well, I have, but I think they're doing a good job. Like yeah. when we talk about Ghost as a third pair defenseman, not really though, because <laughs> when 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 Haig isn't in the lineup, Braun plays fifteen minutes. Yeah, and that's fine considering he's playing three minutes on the penalty kill. Those are high leverage minutes. I think that's the best way to use him. But I, I think this defense, once they get everything settled, once Myers really establishes himself, which he's going to do, just needs more experience. They're set up well mm-hmm. uh, as long as everyone stays healthy. And I think Justin Braun has been a huge addition. Is a second and a third too much for a penalty kill specialist? Perhaps. But I this was the biggest hole on the team. I, the penalty kill yeah. has been something. If they got average, as bad as they've been, if they've got average penalty killing the last few years, they're in the playoffs every year, no question. I think that's why this trade, this trade and the Kevin Hayes signing being labeled as an overpayment, I'm kind of willing to forget because the penalty kill went from giving up a goal a game to being one of the best units in the league now. And it is because of Hayes and Braun. And speaking of Braun, 
not just his numbers when you look at like heat maps for like when where opponents are getting shots from when a player is on the ice all of his nerd. heat maps are better than anybody else on the defense <laughs> and uh what's the other number speaking of nerds uh evolving hockey's defensive war stats you know war in baseball they yeah the evolving hockey has figured out a way to measure the offense and defensive impacts 128 defensemen have played 500 or more minutes at five on five braun is third in their defensive measure so he's he's doing something right i mean he's taking away when he's out there opponents aren't getting chances and i think that was a big problem with the team last year and what's wild about it is there is a pretty vocal contingency of flyers fans who think he absolutely sucks he has, I, I think it's just because the offensive upside doesn't it have he's, to be that. Yeah, he's a, like, he's where offense goes to die, which is fine. He That's is fair. a defensive yeah. defenseman. Yeah, he's, and the, the whole thing with that is usually the defensive defenseman is like, they usually that have grossman. They have terrible underlying numbers what too. You call a bad defense. Yeah, and they get caved in, but like Braun hasn't been that. He's been weirdly driving a play with yeah. providing no offense so i'll take that yeah, yeah somehow he's got like a 60 like it was a, a couple yeah. weeks ago but it was at like 57 percent. he had led the team in course four yeah and i was like but they never score when he's <laughs> and, on the ice and then when he's down well, yeah so they're just driving players on the ice and then the d's yeah. he's blocking shots and taking away chances yeah. so like i really i don't have anything against i'll Braun. tell you what it is he's minus 12 you know oh, that's, that's what it is. What it is. <laughs> but I'll tell you, he was minus 12 in his first 17 games. If you're looking at this number, and I always like... At this point. The number, <laughs> yeah. He, he, like Ryan, I love on the broadcast last night, they taught Ryan Graves, the defenseman for Colorado, yeah. leads the league in plus minus. And they asked him about it, and he just goes, <laughs> he just goes, yeah, it's a bad stat. <laughs> yeah, you're just trying, like, I don't like, yeah, that, I don't stat. like that stat. Yeah, no, I, I, it killed me. Uh, but minus 12 in his first 17 games, over his last 14 has been even so like uh, you know that, even, yeah. you look at it obviously you don't want to be minus 12 but lots of plus minus is calculated fucking stupid like you get yeah. a, you get a minus for an empty net just so many different bad line change yeah so many different ways that this thing is calculated it's bad but people look at it and go oh he's supposed to be this great defenseman but he's getting yeah. out like all right but he never scores so that means the other team literally probably has 12 goals yeah like, yeah that's pretty much what it is like, i was gonna make fun of the rangers real quick oh please uh, do ryan graves is in the top four for colorado they the rangers traded ryan graves to colorado for chris bigra like two years ago who's who's now on the who's now on the phantom so it worked out real well for the rangers (laughs) as the top four guy (laughs) but the reason uh, i wanted to ask about uh well more so get into braun i just i wanted to put it out there that he's actually good Uh, and he's been a good addition regardless of what they gave up for him they needed him um well he'll be 33 in february did I say it right? Is that how you say fe- February? February. February. You're fine. Hot damn. I did it. I didn't look up, which means you must have said it properly. Uh, he'll be 33 in that month. Uh, he's got a $3.8 million cap hit. He's in the final year of his five-year $19 million deal. This team's got a lot of financial concerns. They have a lot of in-house guys who are, you know, factor more into the future than a 33-year-old rental. But... How do they fill that void without him? And do you think there's a chance he signs an extension? I wouldn't be completely against an extension. I mean, if you get a second year out of Braun and you somehow recuperate that third round pick for 2020, that trade doesn't look terrible. I mean, the th- when you're talking about the penalty kill, I mean, it's a thing that sounds obnoxious when other teams talk about, like, prioritizing a penalty killer but we're talking about the flyers who like you were saying this is the first time we've ever seen a good penalty kill since ever like the cup yeah so i yeah like it was a point of emphasis that they needed to get this guy 
and it's been working. So why not just keep that going? Because Hayes is going to be here next year. Hart's going to be here next year. Yeah, just the percentages real quick, because they're in fifth in the penalty kill. <laughs> Which is, yeah. But, like, it's not even, like... And there's no there's no shortcuts. Yeah. Not to cut you off, but it's not like they're taking less penalties per game yeah. or anything. And it's not like Hart and Elliott are standing on their head. Like this is all just the actual system and the players out there. But yeah. now, even to start, like Hart's uh, save percentage on the penalty kill to start the year was like really bad. Yeah, and they were still How like getting the dare job. You? Uh, it's it's <laughs> rebounding now, but he, he was just because no, that's true. one of the things. Oh, goaltending's better. Penalty kill will be better. Yeah. Elliott's was good and Hart's wasn't, and it was like oh, they're still killing a ton of penalties. Like the Stars and Flyers tied for fifth at eighty. The Panthers are fourth, 85.1. Canes and Caps tied for second, 85.3. Okay. Like they're 0.3 out of second (laughs) place. And then there's the Sharks at like almost 90%. They're ridiculous. And they're constantly shorthanded. They're constantly shorthanded. They don't give up any goals, but they can't win because they never. I was going to say, didn't DeBoer just get fired pretty much because of Martin Jones? Yeah. 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 So that's why I'm kind of surprised they have the top ranked penalty. Yeah, it's crazy. They're shorthanded like four times a game, though. It's, okay, it's unbelievable. So that's what it is. That's, they can't generate any offense because they're constantly just dumping the puck <laughs> to kill penalties. It's uh, all right. I think that's like an hour. I think this is when I we was started. actually just going to ask Taylor, how long have we gone over? <laughs> I think this is it oh, now. Oh, nice. I think yeah. we started at like 53, 54. You want to know why we're running late? Because yeah, Craig go ahead. was late. Yeah, Craig out there. was yeah. late again. <laughs> I'm sleeping. Up. Can I sleep here before the, if I have to come in again, Taylor? I'm not doing the trap. I left two hours before the show and I was still late. Yeah, so I'm not doing three. Of course this you did. Birthday all over oh again. My God. All over again. <laughs> he didn't even show up until we were eating dessert. The second dessert. He missed the belly dancers. God damn. He missed belly the entire. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. this, is, belly this is the worst thing. With the whole light up bra situation. Right, well, yeah, was interested. Yeah. It was right, interesting. Well, I missed it. Yeah. I'm glad I'm getting included in a year and a half later. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> we had we had a bread basket that we just named Craig because he just didn't show up. Someone had to be called Craig. <laughs> Never trust a redhead. I think that's the uh, I think that's the moral of that Shout story. Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> Come to Festivus. And that is all the time we have for you on BSH Radio this week. Yes, Festivus, uh, February, Jesus, I'm trying to say it again. December 21st. December 21st. It's a Saturday against the Sens, so you know there's going to be some fights. Come on out. We have free stuff for you. might be fighting with Bill. We'll see. Yeah, who knows? Oh, yeah, if if stuff starts to go bad, I'm going to be hammered and lose it. That's all the time we have for you on BSH Radio. For Char- or Charlie's not even here. For Charlie Craig- oh, is on the road yeah. with the team because Charlie's getting high Ooh. in Denver. <laughs> Charlie heard that they legalized mushrooms in Denver and booked the first flight. <laughs> Can't wait for him to listen to this. <laughs> that is all the time we have for you. My name is Bill Matz. For Craig, for Steph, for Kelly. Have a great week, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>